Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Your spring is about to get a whole lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power for mowing, trimming, and blowing with the RYOBI 18-volt one-plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime and blower power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force all on one interchangeable battery. Get the cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the RYOBI 18-volt one-plus system only at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of champion haircuts, but they've also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's right, because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with a perfectly steamed towel all while your favorite sports play on the tv you can want it all and have it all at sport clips it's a game changer what a phd means in car dealerships how to tell your new boss that your old boss was a dick and does the moon actually ring everybody places we're going to answer all these questions and more because it's time for last looks How did this get made? Last looks. How did this get made? How did this get made? Last looks. Hello, my future Lexus franchisee owners. I'm Paul Shear, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? Last looks. Thank you for bearing with our reruns and our repeats. Um, the reason why we had to do that was because after about three years, COVID got me. That's right. I got taken down by COVID. I am fine. I'm feeling good. I'm on day 11 now since I got it. I played tennis today for an hour. I was fine. But uh, I needed to take a little bit of a break uh, last week because I was out. I was quarantined. I was nowhere near my equipment. But now I'm back and I'm ready to hear your issues all about Moonfall. Plus, Jason and I are going to talk about all the stuff that we're currently into. And believe me, I got to watch a lot of stuff during quarantine. Well, not that much because my quarantine was interrupted. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Plus, we're going to reveal next week's movie. And as always, I am going to try to solve your problems on Paul's Helpline. But first, a big shout out to John Astonish. John, that opening theme song was the best. That was fire. I loved it. Uh, and we want to hear more songs like John's song. And if you got them, if you have it in you, if you have a song in you, let it out. Send it to How Did This Get Made at Earwolf.com. Keep them short, 15 to 20 seconds. That is the perfect length. And you know what? Talking about songs. Talking about you getting involved in the show. The best way to get involved in the show is to come see us live. How Did This Get Made is going on tour this August. New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, 
Indianapolis, Detroit, Northfield, Ohio, and Chicago. We want to see you in balcony monster mode. I want your second opinion songs. I want your questions. I want to see you there. It all starts August 12th. Go to hdtgm.com to get tickets. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but I got to see my people in Indianapolis. You know what? You asked for us to come to different cities and we are doing it. So make us happy that we did. Uh, Anyway, uh, like I said, for tickets and information, go to hdtgm.com. Now, I know we all love movies, and there's a lot to talk about. And like I said, I've been out for a little bit of time, but that doesn't mean that I'm just going to rush through and just get to all, you know, the Moonfall stuff. I want to talk to you. I want to hear what your problems are, because now it is time for Paul's Helpline. Tyler Mann, hit the theme. to call 619-P-A-U-L-S or ask your choice. All right, we're going to start off a little bit differently on Paul's Helpline. We're going to go on the Discord. So um, I love the Discord. Discord is great. So many great moderators there, so many great discussions. There's a How Did This Get Made one, there's a Paul Shear one, and people are just keeping a nice social discourse. What I love about it, truly, is it's the way social media should be. People can ask questions, people can voice opinions. It's not really mean or cruel. And if it is, we kick them out. Um, and that's to our great moderators there. Uh, but Dorheim writes... My wife is finishing a five-year treatment for breast cancer, and I wanted to get her something to commemorate the occasion. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations, Dorheim. Um, I wanted to do something a little bit more meaningful than I kick cancer's ass t-shirt, but maybe something about celebrating life or something. All ideas are welcome. Um, This is a beautiful idea. You know, I think that you are coming at this from a great place. Um, And my gut would be, how can you celebrate with a memory, right? It doesn't need to be uh, anything major, uh, like, but maybe there's a chance for you two to do something that you've always wanted to do. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, I would say like, do you want to go to Europe? Maybe that's out of the question financially. Uh, is there a place you've always, you've ever wanted to drive across country together? Something that you could do where now you're not encumbered by treatments or anything else. Create a memory, live some life together. Um, you know, you could also, uh, you could also get tattoos. You could both get tattoos of, you know, when, when she, uh, finished her treatment. Maybe that there's something there. Maybe there is a, a piece of jewelry or um, something that, you know, there's a lot of talk around a push present when somebody has a baby, right? Like you give your wife a push present. And I think that that's a beautiful idea. Uh, I love it all. Uh, but maybe there's something in there. Like you, you get a bracelet or something. I don't know what your wife likes. But here's a couple of ideas. I think you want to do something that is permanent. So whether that's a memory or something that they can look at every day, I think that would mean a lot. Um, And maybe it's something that you can both share because, you know, 
while your wife has gone through this, you have also been there supporting. And I think that that's an amazing thing. And you both have gone through this together. So I think you both deserve to, you know, create some new life unencumbered by all the anxiety and, uh, you know, and that you've been living in for the last five years. So I hope that helps. Let me know what you decide. I really want to know. Um, ASG1982 writes, I just got let go for the first time last week. Oh my God. After working there starting mid-COVID in June 2020, I'm not sure how to answer when a potential new employer asks why I left my last job. Should I just say it wasn't the right fit? I didn't see eye to eye with the boss. I typically think it's not a good look to throw a previous employer under the bus, but I also want to make it clear it was due to the boss and not me fully being a good fit together more than me screwing up on projects. I would say if you're honest, you're not throwing anyone under the bus. And you can say, I worked there. It was an interesting time. This is what I experienced. But I think in, in being honest, you have to show why you are worthy to hire here. Like, what are you adding to it? What were you doing there that wasn't being responded to well, because you don't want to repeat the pattern as well. Like it's sort of like in a relationship, you don't want to, um, once you see a red flag, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you want to not repeat that. So I think you can, you can speak to it like that. And if you're honest about it, an employer, I think would really be appreciative of that. It's not like saying like, they didn't like me coming in late. And I was like, fuck them. You, you seem like you actually have a true issue. And I think you can talk about it without saying like, that guy was a dick. Uh, that person was terrible, whatever it was, you know, so I, I think you can find a way to highlight yourself, but also be honest about your experience. That's what I was going to say. Uh, Stephen in England. All right. This is actually really interesting. Uh, we're talking about job promotions. People are back. Uh, you know, we're back in the office. So let's see what uh, Stephen has to say here. Hi, Paul. This is Stephen calling to you from the very overcast south coast of England. Reason why I'm calling. I've been working for my current company for over five years now. They advertised uh, a role internally and externally that I would be a perfect fit for, uh, which would allow me to work remotely, which is my main motivation for applying for it because I live way off the territory that I work on. Um, This opportunity came up, but the point I'm getting to is this. Um, I applied for this job. I was given an interview over Teams, over Microsoft Teams, uh, which I felt went really, really well. But I have not heard anything back. I've contacted HR, and they've said they will see um, what's happening and if there's a next step. But um, the interview was a month ago. I contacted HR a week ago. I've not heard anything back from anyone. So do I stick it out and wait for it? Or do I start looking for other jobs elsewhere? I like the company I work for. I like the products they make. So I'm, you know, I don't want to leave the security of this role, of this job, of this company, but I can't keep doing the role that I'm doing. That's it from me. Keep up the great show. We're absolutely loving, um, how did this get made? Take care. Steven, this is a great question. Um, you've waited a nice period of time and I think you could make an overture to say, hey, uh, I'm getting some inquiries about uh, another position. I would prefer to stay here. Uh, But if 
that job I interviewed for is not going to happen, uh, can you please let me know? Uh, because I have to look at other opportunities. I think you can, if you are open to leaving and you want to leave, I think you can dangle that a little bit. If they haven't filled the job, I mean, my my gut is if no one's calling you, you didn't get it. But I don't know how corporate works, so I could be totally off on that. All right, please call back. I want the follow-ups. Part of this is about getting the follow-ups. I need follow-ups. So uh, if you want me to help you or you want to tell me how my advice actually worked, give us a call at 619-PAULASK. That's 619-PAULASK. Or leave it in the Discord. Uh, We will take it there. We'll be right back with your questions, comments, and concerns on Moonfall. How Did This Get Made is sponsored by Squarespace. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms. Now, let me tell you this. Now they have this Fluid Engine, which is a next-generation website design system where you can just drag and drop it's so easy. It's so fun. Plus, they have this asset library so you can merge all your files from one central hub. I love it so much. Now, let me tell you, I talk about their customer support. I had an issue. Something went wrong. And not only did they get back to me in a timely fashion, but they solved my problem and Squarespace passed the Paul's Gear test. All right. So you could check out my website with a very new feature. That's right. An exclusive feature that allows you access to Paul Shear's childhood. If you bought my book, you can sign up for that and you can get videos and pictures and all this kind of cool stuff. I built that on Squarespace. Check it all out. I love Squarespace. You will too. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? What was in Al Capone's vault? Or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay, because you can learn it all on the new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to WikiHole, you'd learn that's the sciencey term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders... How the hell did we get here? Follow Wikihole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Wikihole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, here's the thing. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I mean, would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? What if you took that extra hour and gave it to yourself, right? Therapy can be that time that you take. It's that moment that you give yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's better. Help, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. In our last episode, we talked at length about Moonfall. By the way, the Moonfall shirt 
I'm so pleased with. I designed it myself. Uh, we couldn't say Lexus, and we couldn't use the Lexus logo, but I think I subverted it pretty good. Check it out on tpublic.com. Anyway, we talked a lot about Moonfall. We had questions, and we might have even missed a few things. So here's your chance to set us straight. Fact check us, if you will. It is time for corrections and omissions. Mad Licks, hit the theme. Corrections and omissions. You were wrong. Let's jump right in. John Bradley was a source of contention, and film illiterates brings us home here with a few answers to the question. Because we were wondering how John Bradley could have a mother who was uh, American, and he's so clearly British. Uh, Anyway, Roland Emmerich actually addressed this in the director's commentary, and God bless you film illiterates for listening to that. Emmerich says that on Bradley's first day on set, the scene where he's giving the presentation to the room full of conspiracy theorists, Emmerich had him put on an American accent. Apparently, Bradley's American accent wasn't very good, so Emmerich had him switch it back to his usual British accent. Emmerich then added some dialogue to the scene where Bradley and Wilson wake up in the hotel the next day, where Bradley's character mentions how his mom moved the two of them from England to the U.S. after his father died. So Bradley's character's mom is definitely supposed to be British. Whether she comes off as British is another question entirely. All right, so... You answered something, but you still are leaving some questions on the table. Uh, and let's continue here with uh, Bear Down for What. Bear Down for What has a correction. Uh, when they're projecting the spiral path of the moon, the NASA head says, so we have three months. And then one of the texts says something like, no, because the moon is out of orbit. Months become weeks. Weeks become days. Something like that. The tech then says they project like three weeks till impact. Was he suggesting that time on Earth will pass at a different rate? If so, that seems incorrect because our days, times, calendar on Earth are based on Earth's orbit of the sun and not the moon's orbit. Well... I mean, finally, some real science uh, fact to fiction there. Uh, But I still want to see June's version of this movie where everyone gets their periods in rapid succession. Uh, John Not Connor writes, There is a tiny bit of scientific reality in the notion that humanity exists on Earth because of the moon. The moon's gravity has a regulatory effect on the Earth, not just with the tides, but also with the speed of of rotation, hence the length of the day, and possibly even the tilt of the axis and therefore the seasons. A moonless Earth might have life of some kind, but it would be more violent, unstable, and it would have made evolution uh, of complex, intelligent life forms highly unlikely. Okay, so there we go. All right, we're getting some back and forth here. Right? The moon does affect, even though we're, we're, we're kind of pulling it all together here. A lot of things feel like People who are not scientists reading a few Wikipedia articles and just kind of jamming them all together. Dr. Guts, not you guys, uh, the the scriptwriters. Dr. Guts 1003 writes, I know it probably doesn't need to be said, but the military's plan to nuke the moon would be a terrible idea. Throughout the Cold War, the U.S. Air Force commissioned a study investigating the viability of putting military bases on the moon. As part of their research, they investigated what would happen if anyone tried to nuke the moon. A big problem is that the moon lacks atmosphere. This would mean that the explosion would spread much farther than it would on Earth and radiate freely. But it would also have a rather unremarkable explosion in terms of its impact on the moon. Even a hundred megaton warhead, twice as powerful as anything that has ever been detonated on Earth, would have no effect on the moon's orbit. The study compared it to a person trying to move a truck with their breath. 
Wow. Meanwhile, nuking the moon would be quite terrible for Earth, as it would cause pieces of the moon to rain down on our planet, wiping out orbiting satellites, spaceships, and causing additional damage to Earth. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was looking at there, too. But we couldn't even do it if we wanted to. Anyway, let's go to the phones. Kyle in San Diego, what do you got? Hi, Paul. This is Kyle from San Diego. And I'm calling about Moonfall, which is probably the greatest movie that I've ever lived. And clearly, I could go on and on about everything in this movie, except that y'all particular I wanted to mention that you didn't bring up was where uh, Samuel Tarley mentions the moon ringing. And the fun fact is the moon actually does ring like a bell because it doesn't have a liquid core like Earth. So when things hit it, it like earthquakes don't dissipate the same way or the waves don't transfer through the same way that it does on Earth. So it basically will vibrate for a very long time and ring like a bell. So that part of the movie was actually based on scientific facts, and I thought that was wild, and it made me laugh when they brought that up. Love the show. Love what you guys are up to. Thanks. Bye. Whoa, wait a second. So, but what is, I mean, my thought is, I believe you, but what's ringing? Because, a, you know, a bell, there are things that are banging off of other things. It would mean that there would be something. I mean, I believe that there is a ringing sound. Oh, boy. I got to get more into moon, moon facts. Uh, but thank you, Kyle. I believe you. And I like that that's actually based in science. Uh, let's go to Rachel in D.C. Hey, this is Rachel. I live in D.C. And I have a correction and omission for moonfall. I'll start with the clearances. Halle Berry at one point says she has a Q clearance. A Q clearance is a very specific department of the energy clearance. That's the equivalent of top-secret restricted data. All of this is Googleable, by the way. Uh, but that would mean specific nuclear weapons information and top-secret, which undercuts the whole point of Donna, Donald Sutherland telling her she can't watch that video because it's top-secret. She has a top-secret clearance, even though they're using the wrong terminology and using Department of Energy terminology, let alone when her boss quits and hands her his ID card definitely not how clearances work. Last, when you have a clearance, you have to report anyone you live with. You also, separately, have to report anything they call close and continuing foreign contact. So for a divorced couple getting child care for their child that are a NASA employee and an Air Force four-star general to get a Chinese foreign exchange student to do that is highly, highly unlikely. Bye. Damn, Rachel, game, set, and match. I have nothing to say more than damn. All right, Summer, what do you got? Hey, Paul, this is Summer. Um, Not my real name, but the name I'm going with because I have a lot of info on the auto industry, which I still work in. I've worked in since I was a teenager. Um, And, yes, most auto dealers are very wealthy, uh, usually they own the land that the dealership is built on, so which means that the company has to pay them rent in addition to a monthly salary. I, you know, you can't tell if Michael Pena is a first-generation car dealer. Most dealers inherited their store from their parents. That term, uh, as those kids are growing up, working in dealers, you know, if they grow up the right way, they work in the service department, maybe they wash cars, you know, they learn the business truly, That's often few and far between. Usually somebody will start like right out of college 
and they'll be in a management position, maybe not knowing too much. Those are called PhDs, which is Papa has a dealership and oftentimes are not the best business owners. But, um, you know, Michael Pena seems to know what he's doing with that Lexus franchise. So I don't know. He might have grown up the right way. I think so. But anyway, love the show. Love the episode. Uh, keep it up. Thanks so much. Oh, my God. This is so good. First of all, I love that you used a fake name. And second of all, I need to get more info about these dealers. This is amazing. Um, great calls. Let's go back to the Discord here. Corgi Herder writes, Here is what Sports Mode does on a car for Paul and June. It makes the gas pedal more responsive, so it's sending more gas to the engine, but it's also changing when a car shifts gears in an automatic transmission. In Sport Mode, you'll stay in lower gear longer for higher RPMs and thus more power, and may also adjust the suspension or the power steering, making it both tighter. The flip side is your fuel economy goes down, so an Eco Mode button does the opposite. It saves fuel by shifting earlier. This is actually a source for from Lexus, visit your Lexus dealer today. All right, well, thank you, Corgi Herder, for telling us what the sports mode does. I don't think, and I know what sports mode is, ultimately, June has that on her car. It's not going to make you jump over cliffs. It's, it's not making your car, like, into the Batmobile here, okay? So, but anyway, I appreciate the clarification. So many great corrections and omissions this week, but there can only be one winner, and the best winner here is our deep throat, our Donald Sutherland. She goes by the name of Summer... Summer, you have won this week's corrections and omissions for spilling the deets on the car dealership industry from the inside. It's our insider, and you don't get anything special, but you do get this amazing song from Seth Chatfield. Seth, hit it. Rose to the top to defeat all the others. You really honored your father and mother. You brought it all and you went all in. And guess what, buddy? Please continue to chime in with all your thoughts about the latest episode. Hit us up on the Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm or call us at 619-PAUL-ASK. Coming up, Jason and I are going to chat about all the things you should be watching. And now we'll be right back right after this. How did this get made? We'll be going to the UK in March and April. Not just the UK. We're also going to Ireland. And you know what? I am excited to go overseas, but I realized that while I'm spending money over there, I could actually be making some money on the side over here by hosting my place. Now, let me tell you about hosting your place. It's something that you can do. It's available for everyone. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Now, many people uh, host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't realize that their space could even be an Airbnb. I mean, hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Looking for a vacation that actually feels like a good movie? Well, look no more. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship from a ride on Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at Cloud Nine Spa. 
Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. So pack those bags, but be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories. Because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas, and Panama. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. I love Philo because Philo remembers when cable TV was affordable. Yes, Philo is the perfect thing for people who love TV and love saving money, which is me, which is you, which is everyone. Philo wants to be your TV solution. They have shows, movies, live TV, all of that for just 25 bucks a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassle, just a better way to watch TV. They have an unlimited DVR for one year. Plus, you can have multiple profiles and multiple streams. They've got movies on there like Kill Bill, Love Actually, Twilight, and you're never going to miss a minute of your favorite shows like Love and Hip Pop Atlanta, Friends, Golden Girls, SpongeBob, whatever you want, there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash bonkers. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash bonkers to get 50% off your first month. By the way, you've been probably noticing this, but Every Monday, we are releasing an old episode from the How Did This Get Made vault. We're trying to tie it together with episodes that we're doing here on How Did This Get Made and also episodes that we're doing on Unspooled. Unspooled right now is doing a superhero series. So we are doing Into the Spider-Verse and the original Superman. We also are doing RRR, which I'm going to talk to Jason about in just a second. And we're trying to find uh, fun parallels. So, for example, when we just did Superman, we re-released Superman here. And I love this Superman episode because it was one one of our first live shows that we ever did at Largo in Los Angeles, and we interviewed the actor who played Non in Superman uh, 2, and his interview is so fun. So that's why we released that. If you are interested in Superman, you want to hear us talk more about Superman, uh, definitely check us out on Unspooled. I think you'll really like what we've been doing over there. We also have a, a fun recap of Top Gun Maverick, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and Doctor Strange. Um, anyway, enough about all of that. Let's get into what Jason and I are up to and a little something we like to call Court Chat. I'm just being thankful for every day. Have you tried meditation? We're all gonna die! We're all gonna die! We're all gonna die! Jason, I mentioned at the top of Last Looks here that I had COVID. Oh, so yeah. So I, uh, I am, right now, today is my day 11 from my day zero wow. of COVID. How do you um, feel? You seem so much better. I, I feel a lot better. I will tell you that I went out today and played tennis for oh, an wow. hour. Okay. And, uh, and I was hot. really, and it's hot. It's and a hot I LA felt day. Hot LA day, and I ran around for an hour, and I feel good. And that actually right. made me excited. Oh, now, good. I still have remnants from COVID, but I guess my question to you is, now that I've had COVID uh, and I took care of myself and thank God for vaccines and boosters yep. and all that sort of stuff, uh, do you feel like more, do you feel safer around me? 
Oh, for sure. I feel safer yeah. around you. You know, for sure. Um, for 90 days. We yeah. Got, we, well, we got theoretically, you know, like we're, we live in this world now where, yes, we, we, we understand that theoretically for 90 days you should be fine. But now people are getting it. I'm, we're hearing of so many people who are getting it twice, you know, or getting well, it again. Well, I think again, a lot of know? that is, I think, well, there's two strains, but I think yes. a lot of that is uh, a lot of people are taking that Paxlovid uh, well, that's, very that's quickly. that's happening as well. Yes, that's and happening so, as well. That's a different thing. But right. some people are getting a new, you know, people who had it a year ago. I know oh, a, yeah. a handful oh, yes. of people yes. who had it, you know, during the Delta surge and now have gotten Omicron, for yes, example. Exactly. You so you, I mean? you can get the other strains. It's, yes. You know, and like just like Pokemon, you got to collect them all. You got uh, to collect them all. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great augmented reality game. <laughs> get those strains. You have the, you point your phone at people and it shows their internal body temp. <laughs> and so that you can go and grab you if they're throw, if they have a, a slight fever, you can go grab that Omicron variant. Get that in there. Now, here's the thing that I thought you would appreciate. Now, there was a part of me and I wasn't very sick. I was not feeling great. Um, I had, you know, I was still not feeling 100 percent, but it was a manageable sickness. Right. Sure. Uh, so much so that I was like, I can't wait to read. I can't wait to watch things. But June and my youngest also got COVID two days after I oh, got COVID. Oh. And let me tell you what happened. I'm sitting there. The door bursts open because I've been quarantining in the room. <laughs> and they go, we got COVID. Oh, They're my God. Like jumping it's a party? up and down on the bed. <laughs> and then in June. That's cute. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, I'm not feeling great. Like, I'm, st- I'm yeah. like kind of like still trying to sleep some of this off. Now, I will realize... Or I should say, I did realize later, the reason why I was so tired during COVID was when I asked June to bring up uh, some Tylenol, she brought up Tylenol PM and I never really and you looked were, at the bottle. you were just popping them? So I was dosing myself constantly. That's I was, so, well, probably, was by like, the way, oh. that was probably good because I bet you slept more than you might have slept, otherwise, which is I what you need. I all of a day. One day I slept the entire day. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they were like, why are you tired? And then and then June was mad at me. She's like, you're not watching enough TV. Get oh out of here. <laughs> she kicked me out of the bedroom, put me in the guest room. And then my COVID was just like not, like a non-starter. It was like, well, now we have COVID. So now you're in your, charge. Your individual experience got co-opted for the, I for got, the collective whole. June was like laying in bed, watching TV, feeling fine. You I'm had, a, one you had feeling, a socialist COVID experience. I really was. I was cleaning dishes, going around the house, walking the you're dog. You're supposed to be being taken care of. I know. Or just at least alone yeah. in a room watching Moon Knight. And, uh, oh and at one point I said to June, I'm like, can you walk the dog? And she's like, I can't. I'm quarantining. I go, <laughs> what? I've been, I go, I'm, wa- I'm, I'm quarantining. I'm and she's like, I go, but that doesn't mean you can't walk the dog outside. You put a mask on, but you're not also, we're not bumping. Yeah. It's not like, not like go to a you're dog You're not like park. on the streets with like yeah. hundreds and hundreds of people. It's not like you're in the West Village or something. Yeah, it was so, uh, June's rules for COVID. Oh, that's funny. I got kicked out. I was fully like ordering food, making kids lunches, oh, dinners, goodness. doing oh, everything. My God. And then my oldest son was like, who didn't fuck, have it, who didn't have it was like, fuck you guys. I'm not ever coming home. Yeah. He's oh, like, it's smart. my last. He's like, it's my last week of school. 
Uh, and I have a basketball tournament on Saturday. He's like, I'm not going home. So, so you got was, him an Airbnb and he just lived Airbnb. alone. He just he did a great he, job. He Kotaro lives, lives alone uh, uh, the he, whole of it. He was couch surfing all week. He would come home after oh, school, cute. stand in the driveway, talk to us for a couple minutes and look at us like we were lepers. And appropriately, out I, I, yeah. listen, I'm with him. I know he was like done out for it. Uh, oh, that's so anyway, amazing. Oh, how I funny. Am, and he I never got it. That's great. Never got it. He Holy already cow. had it. Oh, uh, OK, I didn't. Realize so that. Okay. now we all have essentially had it. But his covid while he tested positive for uh, some time. Uh, he only was sick, I would say, for like six hours. He had a runny nose. Okay. So he was and like then, pretty. And he was angry, like for oh. being trapped at home. Oh. He was like, I gotta leave. Oh, that's and, so funny. Uh, yeah, so he, but anyway, we are all healthy. So you healthy. didn't get Everyone's to watch good. anything or did you? I, I did. What I wound up doing was watching a lot of stuff at night. I mean, the one movie I need to talk to you about, and I don't know if you've seen it yet, and I almost feel like you and I should just do a whole episode on it. Uh, we just did it for Unspooled. Have you seen RRR? No, I haven't. But oh, I because my God, uh, I think you mentioned it. Or I might have. I, have I might now, have texted. I have you. it now in my on my Netflix list. So I got a. Or is it Netflix or where? It whatever is it is. Let me just tell you it. two things uh, about it. Or like I'm not going to spoil it. If you don't know what I'm talking about and you're listening to this right now. Don't Google anything. Don't watch the trailer. Don't do anything. This is one of the biggest Indian blockbusters yeah, of all okay. time. It Great. just came out this year. When people see this movie in the theater, they go ape shit. It wow. is wild. Now, I had heard about this movie multiple times. I will tell you, I was a little bit hesitant. I was like, well, how good can it be? It's three hours. Oh, my God. I can't watch a three-hour movie. Let me tell you. If you're not hooked by the first 30 minutes where yeah. two of the most insane things happen, you're dead inside. I think you are <laughs> dead inside. I, I, it is a rom-com. It is a musical. It is, it is an action movie. It is Rambo. It is... It is, I didn't realize it was all. I thought it was just an action movie, the way it had it been is, described. Okay, I so mean, I didn't. It oh, is I'm excited everything. now. Um, Great. It is. A, it is a journey, and you might have some hesitations. The opening scene, you might be like, "Okay, what is this?" Just trust in the fact that people like me who like shit like this, and if you like like Fast and Furious, yeah. Oh, you're gonna love this. Oh, I mean, this I'm is excited. like it is, and and I, Ooh, and I let's, the only, do, the, let's talk about it. Let's do would, another yes. one of these, like I whatever. Will, next, I would next love time. to talk to you about it, and and I'll watch just it this week out. Okay, so that is the one. Oh, thing. that's great. Oh, good. Now, now the other thing I loved and I felt so out of sorts about because I never saw it. So I watched. It was catching up on a bunch of different stuff. And one of the things that I started watching was the new HBO show Irma Vep with uh, sure. Alicia Vikander. The, yep, yep. The Olivier um, Assayas movie or a series yes. based on the movie. So I didn't know about this movie. And oh, so yeah. I watched the first episode. And I was like, this is amazing. And my friend's like, you've not seen Irma Vep? And I was like, yeah. I don't even know of Irma Vep. And holy shit. Great. It's a great movie. And also Olivier Assayas. You know, yes. it's, a, it's, it's, he's re reworked uh, something of the, his own movie, you know? It is, uh, if you've not I seen it, I haven't watched any of the series, to be clear. Uh, the series is, I mean, I watch a series 
the first episode first. I think it's only like one at a time. Uh, oh, it's oh, okay. So, yeah, so you can't even binge it. Uh, it's so, like, I love how they work together, too. But man, oh, man. It is. Uh, Ooh, I'm excited. I'm gonna rewatch. Oh. I haven't. I watched the movie back when it came out, or maybe when it came out yeah. on video or something like that. I rented it because I mean the movie is from the 90s. When is yeah? It? It's when, like a 1996 yeah. film, and you know, and it's really it's it is a, a movie about making movies. It's like somebody described it to me as like the funniest movie about making movies since like Ed Wood. It has like an energy oh, like that. Like, that's a funny, it, like, that's a it, compar- that's a funny comparison. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, oh, I just wanted you to know about that. But now, uh, not to keep on talking at you, I'll let you uh, jump no, in. No, please. I, I love uh, it. There, but there is this other thing I wanted to tell you that I've been loving, which is there's a, a thing on Instagram called Human Boy uh, Worldwide. Uh, it's okay. a clothing company. And all they do is make like niche film apparel. So I have a Larry Sanders show black t-shirt that I got here, which is just in the upper left-hand corner. It says Larry Sanders show. I have like a cabin boy hat. Oh my God. And they have like an Irma Vep hat. They have a broadcast news shirt. Are these, are these new things or are these, they are finding old. No, they are making them new. They're okay, making okay, okay. production swag for very oh, niche films. And do you do you do they just offer stuff or do you is it custom? Like you say, no, they I would offer. like a okay, got it. So they have like little things that come around. Like I have a broadcast news shirt that I love. Um and That's it a good is one. yeah, it's really good. And right now, like uh you know, they're they're trying to get rid of their Irma Vept hats because they're afraid that they're gonna get sued by HBO. But uh oh, that's so funny. like like that and they have like a Robert Altman shirt. Cool. You know, like yeah. like it's it is it is such like a niche thing and I don't wear this much like um like those like graphic tees anymore, but these are always they so, look but it good. It sounds like they're so specific, and they're so specific. Like if you're wearing like an Irma Vep cap, it's a black <laughs> cap that just has the in the writing. It's it does it opens to a nice conversation. Like oh, that's my, funny. I, I, like I wore that. my um, broadcast news shirt, and it was uh, a very big hit. And I didn't even intend it to be, but it was a great uh, a great conversation. I love there. that. That's great. Oh, that's cool. Um, What's it called what again? Have, uh, it is called Human Boy Worldwide. It's an Instagram nice. uh, page, and, and we'll, we'll put have it, it in. We'll the, put yeah. it in the. We'll put it in the episode the show description notes, yeah. or something. Yeah, we'll get it in there. Oh, that's uh, cool. I like that. Yeah, I think you'll really dig it. Um, so, I guess my other question to you is: Have you been watching Obi Wan? Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, which is to say, no. I've been watching Entourage. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yes, I'm watching. I'm watching Obi Wan Tuesdays at midnight when it comes out, like Me as quickly too. as possible. I am watching it. I'm so excited, frankly, because it's like I'm. I'm really enjoying elements of it, and there mm-hmm. are elements that I don't love as much. Frankly, yes. Um, I would say I that wish... the elements I don't like have decreased as the episodes have I gone agree. on. Yes, I agree. Um I think that that the you know the I think some of the problems that the series has is that it's its origins as a, an intended movie 
are yes. clear in that it's a very narrowly focused story. Yes. You know, rescuing young Leia. Obi-Wan has to leave Tatooine, rescue young Leia. But then they've got this, like, they, they're they trying to, I feel like, introduce all of these characters, the Grand Inquisitor, the Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. Then you also have Vader. Then you also, like, there's so much. Let me much... ask you a question yeah, about go ahead. Vader. Yeah. Uh, and we won't, we should try not to spoil it if you have not watched it, because I think, like, just in the, in the moment here, because people may be catching up. Yeah. Let me just... And this has nothing to do with the series. They made such a big deal about Hayden Christensen coming yes. back. I don't understand. Like, in what well, I've seen I so think, far. Well, have you seen this week's episode? I have not seen this week's episode. Okay. okay. So All I right, think, so. so without giving too much away, although now I have, yeah. I think that you get finally an example of okay. the why. You okay. know? Okay. Um, which, because I was which felt curious. Pretty good. Okay. Um, I think that I'm going to be, I think this, I'm really enjoying the series uh, as pieces of it. I'm loving, Yes. but I think that for me, I suspect it will be a more enjoyable watch when all six episodes are out and I watch them right in a row. Like it's one story, which they is are, what it is. I think apparently they're going to release it in the theaters Great. as a film. I'll, uh, that I want, there is a way in which I think it works better that way. Yeah. This is not serialized storytelling the way that say the Mandalorian has been or mm-hmm. Boba Fett was. This is uh, such a, uh, or not, I mean, the opposite. This yeah. is very serialized, whereas those are not. You know, well, those, those are those, like TV shows with yes, worlds. With and, world building and, you know, like building out the idea of case of the week here. We're introducing, we're on this planet one week with these people. And they're trying to do that a little bit here, but the show is so narrow in terms of the plot that I think it will work better as a single watch. And I think that that's why people were really upset about the first three episodes. Yes. Although I didn't I didn't have that negative reaction. I had negative reactions to certain things that I saw in it. But I was like, okay, I get it. But I do agree, like, I was smart for them to do two back-to-back. Because for sure. You, you, it, there's, it's not a show where any episode feels... Good. Like at the end, it's like, oh, it's it's a it's not even a cliffhanger as much as it is yes. just I'm it's almost like you're stopping reading a book. It's like and I'm I'm yeah. not reading the next chapter right now. It's not it doesn't even. And that's it's an interesting thing. And I just I mean, I it's love not, McGregor. Uh, I mean, he really the show would I actually I think the show would not be very good if it mm-hmm. wasn't for you and McGregor, who is. Yeah who is doing such a fantastic job giving us this version of Obi-Wan Kenobi that we've never seen, which is broken and defeated and hopeless and lost and completely at the beginning, those first three episodes, completely and utterly disconnected from the Force. And, and that is incredible. And I also just incredible. want to say, like, this is just about raising up Last Jedi in many respects uh-huh. in the sense that this is an interesting journey to take these characters on. And I think that people get really upset. Like I was reading a lot of, and look, there's a lot of racist shit about the show, but that's like, leave that on the side because that's nonsense talk. This is a thing that I was upset about. People are like, what? He doesn't use a Jedi mind trick. He doesn't do this. Like people just like, you have to realize like these characters need to arc. You can't just like, yeah, like for it to be interesting. Like if yes. they're just all powerful well, you at ha- all you, time. Yeah, you can't be, uh, Howard Stern too was talking about it. He was like, I'm tired of shows that have superheroes in them, meaning Obi-Wan, yeah. like b- yeah. have superheroes in them who don't use their powers. And I'm like, no, the whole point is he's lost his ability to connect to his powers. Yeah. That's an interesting story. That is what do, what happens when, you know, there's 10,000 Jedi when Obi-Wan, 
Order 66 is given. Mm-hmm. And now there's just a handful left alive? Like, that, they've, they've been wiped out entirely. Obi-Wan is in hiding. He has to disconnect from the Force. Otherwise, he f- could fear giving himself away. Like, his presence would be felt if he was using the Force just willy-nilly, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's yeah. like, and it, and it makes you feel like, there's something to root for. There's a story to watch. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, I think that people forget that, like, all, I think that this is maybe the culture that we live in where we are so used to, like, watching YouTube clips of, like, the best battle moves, sure. this. And, like, you get so used to being like, I just want to see the kick-ass moment. Like, the end of Rogue One where Darth Vader comes in, is like, blah, 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 you know, just, yeah. like, going crazy. Now, this is a show where Darth Vader can do that. And I think that that's actually Holy shit. great. Like, a, that's there have so been fun. a couple of fantastic lightsaber battles inside yes. of this series, I think, so far. Um, in, in Like, if from different characters. That's what I'm enjoying about it. Yes. Is you have the Inquisitors, you have Vader, you have Obi one um and, and you're getting different versions of lightsaber battles and yes. different versions of just fighting you know um I agree. and vader i love young rage-filled Vader. I love this iteration of Darth Vader who uh, who is just so powerful and so angry and so dangerous, you know? Yes. And and it's like, this is, like, you and I were reading some of the Marvel uh, comics. This you is, know? I was going to say, this is very much the Vader of the comics. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, uh, I believe it was called, like, Vader Down. Vader the one Down. Where, yep. Which is one, like, if you are a Star Wars fan, even in a small way, it's a beautiful comic. Basically, Darth Vader crash lands on a planet, and he's got to get. It, it's that's a movie. I mean, it's that great. that should be yes, one hundred percent the next show that they do. Like that's a because it's super fun to watch, and it's just like the raid or something like that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really relentless. Enjoyable. It's a great. It's a great comic series. I agree. Yeah. Um, um, super fun. And I will say just while we're on comic series, because yeah. they uh, affect the things that we're watching. Yeah. I can't recommend enough. People are now starting to uh, watch uh, the incredible Ms. Marvel show that's on Disney+. I Plus. loved it. Uh, and I can't recommend enough. People go and read those Ms. Marvel comics. Yes, they are they're absolutely so terrific stories. And they're great. I, I was talking about this to a friend, and I don't know if you agree with this, but I was like, what I love about Ms. Marvel... First of all, it just gives me hope in the whole Marvel franchise that they continually try to do different things. And it's yes, like, and, agree. and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work, or sometimes it works more for me. Mm-hmm. And this feels to me like everything that I love about Buffy, but with Willow as the lead, yep. as if directed by um, uh, Michelle Gondry. Like there's something sure. like really, yeah. like it's really fun and, yes. and different. And, it, and I think it captures the spirit of the book, but it also doesn't have like the weight I was going to say, do- uh, yeah. Stuff. I was going to say, it doesn't have the dour kind of really heavy consequences of yes. mar- like other Marvel properties that we've been consuming primarily. Yeah. Especially having just gone through uh, Moon Knight, which, which is was such also, a, uh, I, I really it, liked. Yeah, loved it, but is a super dark, very kind of uh, difficult story to unpack. You know. Yeah. So to have this like up poppy kind of teen superhero but also concerned in a way that like Spider-Man too is in a, concerned with teen issues um, yeah. she is herself a fan it's a it's a show uh, for comic book fans about a comics fan 
about a fan of the heroes, the way that we are fans of heroes. Yeah. It's, it's, I really, I'm loving it so far. And I will say that character from the comics, a very kind of somewhat recent character in comics. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a, the amount of stuff you can read. It's, it's not like you have 50 years of Ms. Marvel comics to read. Like you can actually read these stories and they're terrific. And they're, and it's so, uh, I mean, the idea behind this comic, we actually talk about it a little bit in the Marvel documentary that I did because Steve Wacker was one of the editors at Marvel and he was talking to another one of the editors and she came to him. She's like, I don't see any characters like me. And they started talking about this idea and like this idea was born very pure. It was a pure idea from the point of view of like, I want to see me in a comic book. And I feel like yeah. that's what this show feels like. And I think part of it that's so nice is it is just not only is it a different kind of story, but it is also just culturally a different type of world that we're in, too. So mm -hmm. we're in not only a Marvel world, but we're also in a culturally different world. And that's like, I mean, it just makes it makes you go like, oh, yeah, they can keep on doing series like this, just like the comic books, where it can all feel oh, yeah. a part of a larger narrative, but very, very different. Absolutely. You know, and it's and it's it's a great the comics are great so far. The series I've really been enjoying. So I'm excited to see how that plays yeah. out. And then, I mean, we're set where we really are. We're in a world in which we're getting a new Obi-Wan every week, a new Ms. Marvel every week I'm and a in. new and a new episode of The Boys every week, which is another oh, another comics. You know, uh, here's an example of. A show where I feel like, unquestionably, the show is much better than the comics. Um, yeah, the they com kind of figured the comics, it out. The comics I kind of fell off of at a certain point just mm -hmm. because they were so brutal and so kind of humorless yeah. in a way. And the show is, yes, brutal, but has like such a point of view that is so funny and so satirical and so smart um, and I'm, well, this new season, I think, is fantastic. Well, it's like this, you know, Eric Kripke, right? He is yep. the kind of the showrunner of this. Like, you know, I think what's so interesting about him is, you know, he comes off of this show Supernatural, which people go bananas for. And I've never seen Supernatural. People, you know, it was off from like two, 2005 to 2020. It's like a 15-year yeah. running show. But he really creates great plotting. Like, so, and I think the point of view and that plotting are really fun because, there is like a MAGA element to these. It's like, yeah. well, what would it really be like? And it's it's really funny. It's really, really good. I love that show. Uh, some good cameos if you've not seen it. Um, friend of the show in the show. And I saw that, uh, <laughs> uh, that uh, Paul Reiser is going to be in the new season oh, that's of great. The Boys as like the Stan Lee kind of creator. Oh, who's uh, a character in the book. Yes, yes, yes. Great. Oh, I didn't uh, know that was Paul Reiser. That's very fun. I think that'd be really fun. Um, before we talk about this music that I want to bring up to you, yeah. uh, I'm excited about our tour. Tickets are on sale right now at hdtgm.com. Uh, Indianapolis, uh, Texas, we're going to Ohio. People get mad when I say Ohio. Northfield, Ohio. Uh, we're going Wait, to why NOLA. why do they get mad? Because I say Ohio, and they're like, oh, all of Ohio? But then if oh, I say oh. Northfield, I feel like that's not, like, super specific. Like, Northfield isn't, yeah. like, uh, you know, so anyway. Uh, but also, <laughs> you know, if you're in Indianapolis, I I'm really making a play for Indianapolis. Because Indianapolis Great. is, uh, I want people to come out. Uh, in Indiana, I don't know. I don't. We're we're trying something different. We're not going to our normal cities, and I want to make sure that uh, people you know, know we're I, there. I always feel like people 
are telling us, hey, come to my city, come to my city. Yeah. You guys are always going to New York or or Boston or these these yeah. places that we've done a lot, Austin, Texas. So we did it. We're, we're, we're playing, here. But for Chicago, the entire tour is brand new cities. So come, go take a drive. fucking buy your tickets. God damn it. Come to the goddamn shows. If I'm going to leave my house for the first yeah. time in two and a half years, you guys better fucking show come, up. Come see. And uh, by the way, uh, I'm so excited. I think it will be a, a, just a blast to be out there and doing it uh there is the places that we're playing are really really nice too i'm excited i'm excited for this tour we're getting all geared up for it now um now i guess my question to you is did you get your vinyl copy of john daly's album ding dong delicious i haven't gotten it i'm so glad you just reminded me I'm, i I'm i have my note. blue Great. vinyl from northern spy records ding dong delicious Amazing. which i have to kind of say it's not like it's I don't want to like I don't want to undersell it or oversell it. It's not a comedy album. It is also a comedy album. Like, no, no. It's it, like real music. It's, it's not real like music. this isn't yeah. like, you know, a comedian being funny, although Dale's is always incredibly yeah. funny. This is like like uh, from the, the couple of tracks that I've heard. This is this. He's got incredible musicians on this. Yeah, it's a real impressive thing. And it's getting like great reviews like paste magazine yeah like they said like comedian john daly proves stupidity can be complex like Amazing. and i think that that is actually a great that's a, uh, what a great that's that's perfect yes and he to me like john is one of those guys who is incredibly funny but is so specific. Like no one else is funny like him. He's got no, a very I, as someone weird who was thing. on a team with him for like eight plus years, he is a singular comedic voice that I love listening to. You yeah. Know? And we mentioned it before, but I'll just throw it out again in case people didn't hear it. He has a podcast with our friend Tall John Schrader. I just was is, on it this week. Oh, you were? Oh, great. Yep. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, yeah. That is called Two Johns Don't Make a Right, where they drive around LA and they only make left hand turns. And we went down a one-way street, but Amazing. because we didn't want to uh, make, <laughs> we didn't want to make a, uh, we didn't want to make a right. We went the opposite direction down a one-way street, Amazing. Uh, which was incredibly <laughs> uh, scary. Uh, but we had a great time. Those guys are the best. Uh, and oh, yeah, I didn't know what so to funny. expect there. And I was actually very happy. I didn't give them COVID because that was the day before oh, I no. had diagnosed Jesus. myself with COVID and I was in a small car. In like a car, car with them. Well, yeah. that was the day I, I, you know, yeah, exactly. That was, I, I bet that's terrifying. Oh, it, and you know what it was? Honestly, like, I know that this, that COVID is out there, right? And and I, unlike my wife who was in her 90 days, living her best life, I take precautions. I still put on my mask. I do all that sort of stuff. So when I got it, I felt bad. And then when I had to tell people I had it, like that I had been around, it was an incredible guilt. And I will tell you that uh, everyone I told was so cool about it. And if people are telling you that they uh, got COVID and they want to give you a heads up, uh, you know, it, it, it helps the COVID person if you're cool with it. No one was a dick, but yeah. it was like John and John were like, hey, man, no bro, no worries. It's cool. Got, I'll oh, test wow. myself. And it was like, and I was like, I was the most with you two. I was of like course. breathing on you oh in your God. car. And I would have had a full blown panic attack if you told me that. Oh, I, I of course. I would have like literally spontaneously combusted. Well, by the way, I would never have put you in that position. Those guys no, were no, ready I to know. go. But it was so funny the way that like John came up to me. I hadn't seen him in a long time, and he just like 
gave me like all I kept on replaying in my head was he came up to me, gave me a big hug. He's like, I'm vaxxed, I'm boosted. And oh I was like, God. Man, and then I was like, of course, like, yeah, like, you know, I'm that game over, COVID, game, game over. Yeah. Oh uh, That's so, amazing. And they did, and I'm not saying they gave me COVID. I'm sure I had it before them. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just don't know where I got it from. I mean, I guess, honestly, I do know where I got it from, from the wrestling match that I went to. Uh, you went to a wrestling match? Oh, my God. I went God. to a sold out show at the forum oh, with my God. family. Now, oh, I will tell you well, this. That's probably where you all got it. Well, but here's the thing. Um, I was with three other people uh, that were not my family. None of them got it. Hmm. Uh, we were all sitting next to okay. each other. Yeah. We left huh. a little bit early. Uh, you know, whatever. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, look, I, there's nothing. It's, yeah. it, it's it, who knows? It's a, it's a right. giant who knows. And, and, uh, and I got it before June and the, I think I got June and Sammy. Yeah. You they think got you, my you COVID. got it I, and then I, you I, were yes. the, yeah. Okay. And I passed it. But again, I'm also like, how could I be so close to John and John? Yeah. I mean, again, and I, and I, I know this is probably the least interesting thing. And I like, how did I get it? But I, I do believe it was probably a wrestling match. And I was bold there too, because, uh, you know, June was like, <laughs> we're not going to wear masks. And I was like, God damn it, we're not. Oh, we're going to live no. in our lives. And I was like, the only time I ever thought to wear a mask was in the wrestling thing. I was like, you know what? Like, I, whenever I go to basketball games, I wear my mask. Did you have little... to do, were you doing a bit? Because I know you've done bits with them before. No, or were you I just, just, you were just in the audience. A, okay. An audience member watching my friend CM Punk uh, and uh, and uh, Toby Miro. I have a couple friends in the in the league and the, yeah. and, uh, and the, the um, these two brothers uh, that, that I like, uh, Nikki Jackson and, and, and Matt Jackson. Uh, they it was fun. We had a great time. I will tell you, uh, and I talked about this a little bit on my Twitch show. Uh, there was so much cursing that I was not prepared for when I brought the kids oh, there with the boys. And, yeah, and to see a stadium of people chanting, "You fucked up, you <laughs> fucked up," and my son, my son's mouth dropped. Like, like you can do that? Yeah, he was. Oh, that's really shocked. funny. Yeah, really, truly shocked, which was kind of great. Like, I haven't even shown him a PG-13 movie. Yeah, it I was, was going to say, that's kind of fun. That's like, whoa, right. he'll remember that. I know, like, and it was like, there's part of me that's like, people are good, you're a good dad. I'm like, well, you know what? Well, were I, there, I mean, like, I think of wrestling there's no as nudity. a, there's I, are there other, I, I think of wrestling as something that families or young people go to. Oh, like, yeah. I assume there was lots of kids in the crowd. Oh, yeah, there were kids there. Yeah. It was fun. It was a It was a blast. And look, you know what? There probably are a little bit more adult themes. That, I mean, adult themes. Yeah. It's just like language. It's like, they're still all doing the wrestling moves. It's That's fun so as shit. Funny. That thing is fun. Uh, but Amazing. yeah, it, it was fun. And watching June watch it was the best, though. Oh, Because uh, she'd oh, never been hilarious. there. And I would just love, watching her. I would do a, an episode where it's just June telling us what her experience of that night was. Oh, I, she want she wants to talk about it. I, <laughs> I mean, bet. her her one review of it was people <laughs> talk about watching the housewives stupid. I never want to hear that argument again. Oh after my what god, I just saw amazing, <laughs> amazing. I I do feel like Cody, you you need to get her on deep dive to do her night her oh, that's or it. just send her and Jessica to another I one hear, or yes it's either that or I would love to hear an episode of the deep dive where June just tries to explain to Jessica what a wrestling show is because oh, I'm certain St. Yes. Clair has no concept of what it is oh my god it was that so, I mean, and re- I want to please I want to listen to that episode like tomorrow I mean we should just get them on here and we could pepper them with questions because I, I will show you like that's like, this, really funny this is I, I, you can see it I, she won't let me post it but this 
this is June's rea- like her whole time was just <laughs> covering so her good. face and oh, it's so all the, funny. Yeah, yeah, did not know what to expect. Oh. Um and anyway, uh I love we should wrap it up for now. Uh Let me, and we'll get can back. I yeah. shout yeah, out please, just a couple please. more things? Yes. Um Alone season nine is happening right now Ooh. on on uh, history. There's only three episodes so far. Incredible okay. season. Ooh, so far. I got it. What's the really premise? good? Uh, it's a great. It's same th- same premise, but it's a different part of Canada. Okay. Um, and boy, is there a lot of bears. So oh, um, it's great so far. Really, everybody very very seems to me very capable. Like right. people. Like I feel like this is going to be a really good season. Um, Shorzy. I cannot, I'm going to scream from the rooftops. Uh, Jared Kiso, who does Letterkenny, plays a character called Shorzy on Letterkenny. Who is who you never see? Who's a hockey player? Yeah, uh, and he's now made an entire season of television that's just about Shorzy going and playing at a different hockey league, and it's about oh it's like a my God, it's a, I didn't know this existed. It's all up on Hulu. It's six episodes, just like Letterkenny, and it's fucking incredible. It's oh, so I... funny. So many of like the jokes and the roasting that Shorzy does in Letterkenny is present, but there's also surprisingly and shockingly a beautifully heartfelt sports story inside woven inside of it about this loser team coming back uh, from being almost wait, like kicked so out he, of the league. Wait, hold on. So Jared Kiso yeah. is playing. He's so, playing Shorzy. Yes. So okay. So in this world, like. He would be playing opposite himself if we ever saw if, like if Wayne and Shorzy. If he ever went to Kenny yeah. and saw Wayne, Wayne and, and Shorzy. That's why in Letterkenny, when Shorzy appears, he's always in a bathroom stall yeah, yeah, or yeah. has his back to camera or is wearing a helmet on yeah, the yeah. hockey so that he can play both characters. And this is this is not in Letterkenny, though. He's in a, right. he's in a different Sudbury town. Sudbury or something, yeah. Yeah, he's in a different, exactly. He's in Sudbury. He's playing for a different league. And it's the show is fucking hysterical. And then also, like, I cried. It's also, like, a great sports story. It, I, I loved it. Um, I'm really trying to get June into, like, Letterkenny. I keep on, like, holding. I'm going to start like with um, start. Show her the adult spelling bee episode. OK. Which is, I think, season five, episode two. OK. I, I got to get her start, into it. Again. You have to cherry pick the episodes because if you start from the beginning, it's kind of like it's always sunny. Those first that first season is a little rocky, you know? Yeah. Um, and if you start people at that first season, they can get bumped out pretty easy. And I think, can you, you like put me together like a list of five that I yeah, should show? Yeah, I can hundred percent. Because that, like, that to me is something I've been really trying to do, and I, yeah. I'm, I'm smart enough to know. That I shouldn't have started at the beginning, and I haven't. Yep. No, no, I but I don't it. know yeah. how to introduce her. Absolutely, to it. Okay. I'll put together a few more. Um, All right. uh, the Kids in the Hall documentary, comedy punks, incredible. The George Carlin documentary, American Dream, so good. Um, and then because of the George Carlin documentary, Stephen Wright is one of the talking heads. I've now watched like three Stephen Wright comedy specials from the '80s that are oh my that God. I know by heart because I used to I grew up with them. But I they saw are, them live once. Oh, that's awesome. It was that's, amazing. He Because he was the best. Uh, and then the one last thing I will shut up because it has fully, completely, and utterly blown my entire mind is an anime called Ranking of Kings what that man? is absolutely so beautiful and so heartbreaking and so wonderful. Uh, I really, it is like a masterpiece. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know about it. And I, it was mentioned in an article I was reading. And then I like lost my mind. Oh wow! Okay, uh, this is a good. That's a good recommendation. Yeah, I like that. Really a lot. incredible. Ranking of Kings, incredible. Shorzy, incredible. 
Uh, right. Really great stuff. I am uh, so excited. This is great to talk to you. Uh, so everybody, good. Tickets are on sale now to see how did this get made. Go to hdtgm.com. Jason, uh, we'll talk next time. Can't wait. Now that we got Moonfall out of the way, let's talk about next week's movie. We're going from malicious AIs to a ghostly romance. That's right. We are watching Until We Meet Again. That's right. A, a film that really shares a little bit with our grand piano film. Uh, a short breakdown of the plot goes like this. A woman finds her new house is haunted by the ghost of a young pianist. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, there are too few reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So we just went over to Letterboxd and it was given a 2.9% rating. By the way, I'm on Letterboxd. I love it. Get on Letterboxd, people. It's so fun to see what people are watching and you could, and it, you don't, it's not, there's no social media element. It's just like logging films. I'm trying to get Jason on there because it's, it's a blast just to see what people are watching. You don't have to do anything. Get on Letterboxd. It's so good. Uh, George Dosher from Letterboxd says, this movie seems like it could have been a good movie. It had a good cast, but alas, it was like watching a train wreck over and over and over. Oh, wow. That's rough. Let's listen to a trailer. I'm 21, singer-songwriter. I believe that everything that happens to me is either by luck or accident, never as I plan it. Can you afford this? Nope. I found this woman online, and she was looking for a house-sitter. The place is looking great. Yeah. It's got a great vibe to it. It's got some kind of vibe. I'm not sure what. How long have you been here? Since 1969. This sounds crazy. I mean, some pianist that died 40 years ago. You can watch Until We Meet Again on Vudu, Google Play, or Amazon Prime for $3.99. Or you can check out Hoopla, which is a digital media service offered by your local public library that allows you to borrow movies, music, audiobooks, ebooks, comics, TV shows, all for free on your computer, tablet, or phone. Even your TV for free. All right, people, that is it for today's episode. Get those tickets for How Did This Get Made. Head on over to tpublic.com to check out our brand new shirts, which are, honestly, I'm psyched about them because they're really cool and they don't look like podcast shirts. I think they're just beautifully designed. Uh, anyway, uh, please rate and review the show. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you are following us. Uh, visit us on social media at HDTGM. And for commercial-free access to How Did This Get Made and our entire archive and so much more, sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial using the code BONKERS. A big thank you to our producers, Cody Fisher and Molly Reynolds, our engineer, Devin Bryant, and our publisher, July Diaz. We will see you next week for Until We Meet Again. Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. Forget about the pressure of New Year's. Yo, I'm going to change everything. Eh, no, 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 no. Peloton is going to make it easier for you to create and keep a fitness goal by buying a bike or a bike plus and getting two months free of Peloton's all access membership. I love the Peloton. Here's the thing. When I first started with the Peloton bike, I was at the beginner level. June, way more advanced. And I started to love it. I got better at it. And I could listen to great music with instructors that were fun. And that actually kept me motivated. Shop Peloton's limited time offers at onepeloton.com slash deals. Terms apply.